3: All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 186. My name's Turner Sparks.
2: I'm Kaplan.
3: You can find feel that energy. You can find mm, me. I'm, I'm drinking my iced coffee. I'll, 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 bring it, I'll bring it for the second half of the episode. Bring it up a notch. You can find me at Turner Sparks on Instagram. You can find Kaplan at in America on Instagram. Also, this pod's on Instagram. Where are we, Cap?
2: We are at Lost in America Pod. Lost in correct?
3: America Pod. That's correct. On the podcast today, we have the great Jeremy Karakin, the playwright Jeremy Karakin, the thespian, the, the, the one and only, the one and only, the man about town, the sha- what do they call those people? Renaissance man. Jeremy the Carrickin. Shakespeare
2: of our times is the what they really call Jeremy Kerrigan.
3: Shakespeare of our time. He uh, is. Uh, he wrote the Broadway play Lifespan of a Fact that Kaplan and I both went to see. I went on a date with my wife when, to see that.
2: Play. Right. And now aren't you so grateful that we went to see, like any plays I've seen, anything that I am so grateful I did it because it, uh, who knows if that'll ever exist again. Broadway may never come back, so. Broadway may never come back.
3: Hopefully, hopefully it will for Jeremy Jeremy Kerrigan's does, But it might be a while. The main reason why we're having him on today, forget all the Broadway stuff. As Kaplan said, that may never come back. Who knows? The main reason we're having him on is because he got coronavirus in January. He got
2: it before it was cool.
3: Before America knew anyone had gotten it.
2: He got it when, when we literally thought it was a Chinese virus. Forget, you know, we didn't think we even had it here.
3: Yeah, he had it in, in New York City, I believe. Um, he might have been gallivanting across the globe at that point. I'm not 100 percent sure, but we went to we saw him in March. We're going to talk to him about that. And but he also, you know, at that point in mid March, when everybody when they when we found out about that, it was whoa, it's in America. We thought this was only in China, right? Oh, it's in America, and then everybody went. You know what? I think I had it. Remember that whole wave?
2: Everybody did that to the point of like over, overkill. Like overkill. anybody who had a cold for the past three months or had an upset stomach or a cough said they had it.
3: But here's the thing but Jeremy actually did have
2: it. He did. He took the test. Yeah.
3: He took the test. He had it. Now he has the antibodies and he's been
2: giving out antibodies to people like it's Skittles <laughs> at the playground. I think that maybe is it donating for the plasma? Is that what we'll find out exactly? I don't think giveaway antibodies were like he didn't make his own vaccine. That's not, but no, 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 no.
3: Yeah. He's not just hooking people up to his veins. Hey, you got the virus. Come hook up to my veins. He's not doing that. He's going down to a food bank or a virus bank or whatever those are. (laughs) And he's he's going to the right one. He's donating (laughs) for, I don't know if for money, maybe, maybe he I think it's for charity. He's a charitable man. Well, he's out of work, as we all are, so I wouldn't put a panic. Well, we'll find (laughs) out. We'll find out. We'll find out if he's making money off this. But uh, either way, he's doing the right thing, and I want to find out more what it's like. We're still going to see what it's like to have corona, what it's like to have corona in January when no one even – I bet you could have gone to the hospital and said, I have coronavirus, and you know what they would have said at Cedar sinai Cap? Get out of
2: here. Yeah, you're a crazy person.
3: You're a nutcase. Were you in China?
2: And he would have said, no, I wasn't in China, and they'd say, get – what you, it, crazy. Yeah. It's flu season. We got flu, it's flu season, people. buddy. You Please have the deal. flu. You didn't get your flu shot. Next year, you'll learn. Let, next year, uh, you'll learn. That's it.
3: So, Cap, let's get on to you, though, because we got some stuff to do. You are going to be famous tomorrow.
2: I am going to be famous. Uh, Tell the people why, why. Yeah, that's why I'm a little worn out now, because I've been on the phone with the uh, being interviewed, a full-day interview. It's a very important story coming out about me tomorrow, feature in the uh the The New York Post, which I believe we all agree is the best news, the newspaper of record, correct?
3: That it is now. Yeah, um, I <laughs> so, wouldn't
2: have said that before forty five minutes ago. Well, we're it, it's like number one or number two in the, on what we use for the news for this podcast. So I think it makes it the newspaper of record That's along with That's very Daily Mail. true.
3: And Yay has been in it. My wife's been in it. And- yeah,
2: and now, uh, and there is a Michael Kaplan who writes for them. But this time, they decided that they needed. Uh, they're doing a story about the fireworks situation.
3: Now explain and, that, because I don't know if everyone knows what that is. I've just seen that it's these fireworks are getting shot off, right? All, all times of night.
2: What's going on? So, yeah, it's, you know, it's a, we're like in a war zone here. I don't know if you're, you've are you been in New York, you're, You've been away from, you're not serving our country. You're not in New York. You don't know what's going <laughs> on. But serving our country. Yeah. The people who didn't run. I'm one of the people who didn't run. I stayed put through the entire quarantine. I, 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 I'm I on the other side. I should be basking in. This should be the twilight years. I should be celebrating While the rest of the country is all getting sick and dying in New York, we're the ones who have had the last laugh. We have our summers. You know, we have a low we have a very low rate. Our governor canceled his daily show because we don't need him anymore. He's beaten the virus. He's beaten the virus. Mission accomplished. So we should be feeling uh, I should be enjoying this should be the twilight. Uh, And and, uh, everybody should be. But you know what the problem is? These fireworks are going off all hours of the night. And it's like it's keeping us up, especially those of us who are. I mean, I'm sure if you're a light sleeper, it's keeping you up. I'm not a light sleeper, but you know what? I you know who is? Pancakes Kaplan. My dog is 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 uh terrorized every time she hears one firework. And it's been constant every single night for weeks now. Now, when is fireworks. this is this now when you say fireworks, um, you don't
3: mean like firecrackers. You mean like a fourth of July going 10 stories in the air, exploding in the sky, correct?
2: Yeah. I mean, in the beginning, some people were like, don't complain. It's just kids being kids. It's like I was a kid. Yeah, I we could get firecrackers and set them off when we shouldn't have. We didn't have fireworks that are going off. They're as good as I would say like a small town's 4th of July fireworks show. That's what they're we're getting like here, an which, Allentown 4th of July. Yeah, yeah, Well, yeah, I mean, Allentown's is not bad, but yeah, it's there. are Allentown's in Pennsylvania, so they're pretty good because that's where they're, I didn't yeah, mean to but, insult you. I'm sorry. Yeah, they only insult our 4th of July. But yeah, they're they're pretty solid fireworks shows. like you wouldn't come away disappointed. And I would say if it was once a month, we're celebrating something. Uh, it's a holiday, a sporting event, something that we want a war. I'm all for it. But it's every single night. It's like you've lost – I, I could, the, when 4th of July actually comes, I, I've never – like who, who cares? We shouldn't even – we should skip it. So it's every single night. It's at all hours of the night. Last night, I was in this position where I was up – we were up till 5 in the morning because they start – they literally started at 1 in the morning. They stopped at 2.30. I found it later because a police car drove by and the kids moved to a different spot. And then they resumed from like 3 till. 445 right outside our window. I was not only there outside our window, there were where my cars parked. So I was doubly concerned. because I'm, I'm watching outside to see if my car is going to get damaged while my dog is having like, literally like she's having tremors. She's having crazy anxiety. She's shaking. She can't, rel- you know, she's what, like, what a it's a phenomenon like-
3: Kaplan. And now is this happening because kids are these like these college kids or whatever they are, they don't have to get up and go to work in the morning. Cause nobody has to work in the morning. And so, uh, this is just what they do. They get up at one in the morning and just ruin the I mean, neighborhood from, you 1 know, to the 5 journalist
2: the New York post person was asking me, I hope, well, I wait, we skipped this part.
3: Let's just say that you've been complaining. You've been complaining to me for weeks on end about this to produce yeah, anybody for, who listens right? And complaining th- so loud that the New York
2: post heard you complaining, right? Well, we've talked about it on the podcast. That's what I was going to get to. Uh, and we get to, we talked on the podcast. This podcast gets shared. People talk. in you know, The Patreon shows get shared. Someone only got to the New York Post. They they contacted me. They said we hear you've been rabble rousing. We hear you've got some opinions on the subjects. Would you like to talk? I said let's go. Turn the tapes. Turn the tape on. Let's. And so they came over to your house. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did it by phone because of okay. coronavirus. Okay. You okay. know. But uh, they, you know, she asked me about why they're doing it, and I don't know. You know, you're you're I'm. What are you the expert? Keep, I'm no expert on the causes of terrorism. I'm just saying it's terrorism. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, they don't, I don't know. People are bored. There's no thing to do. There's no, I mean, if playgrounds opened up great, but you know what? Older kids don't play in the playground. They might want to play some basketball. There's no hoops. They might want to have a summer job. There's no jobs like there's problems. But, on Cap, do you realize that this article is going to come out tomorrow? Correct? Yeah. Yeah. You uh, are now, yeah. you did not the call face. the cops on any of
3: these people. Did you?
2: Well, I'm glad you asked that because I, 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 I've said this earlier on, on an earlier podcast, I didn't want to, I was turning into a Karen, right? Exactly. And, That's And I so to. I, I didn't call the cops, but then what ended up happening is the police have d- d- done nothing. Like it literally, it's been going on for weeks and the police don't do anything about it. It's so obvious where they are. You can look at the window. I could see exactly where they are. So, um, people start doing three one one. And then people at 311, there's a thing on the 311 website on where it says fireworks complaints. It literally says, "Please call 911 as well because they need to document it. Otherwise, they're never. Basically, they're saying they're never going to do anything about it." So uh, last night at 4:30 in the morning, when um, we were still up and there was no end in sight, like as I said, I told the reporter this. I said, "If you know what time it's going to end, it's okay. Like a regular fireworks show, you know when it's ending. Your dog, you could, you have no idea. It's going to go on forever and it just keeps going." So at four thirty in the morning. Uh, I said, "All right, time to call." Na- so I call nine one one, and it's the weirdest thing because you, you're calling for show. You know, like I don't, I, I know the police aren't going to come because of my call. It's not like a yeah. robbery in progress. And so when she's asking me, like, the, she's asking me the the how many people are doing it? She's asking me for ages, for races, all sorts of descriptions. And I'm like, I'm just going through it through the motions because I know there's no point. I just need to get on record that this is the location. So I was like, I can't see that. Well, I see outside the window. I see a bunch of people. I don't know. um, Well, what's the salute? Well, can I ask another question? I got more
3: questions here. How do these kids, this stinks of a conspiracy to me. I'm not, (laughs) I don't think I'm buying this, that these are high school kids. Cause how are these high school kids getting their hands on fireworks that shoot 10 feet, 10 stories in the air? Aren't those reserved for, Firemen and listen, I'm a support. You know, I'm I am I'm, I'm a first responder guy. You know me. Oh, you're yeah, you're big. big you've I, done
2: a lot of fundraisers
3: for the first. Responders. I support the firemen. You know, uh, but is could this be uh, one or well, two bad apples in the fire department well, who are going No, well, in. all right.
2: There's been a crazy conspiracy going around of uh, that. This is the police are doing this coordinated. Okay, They're giving them yeah. kids because they want they want to people to be mad that there's no police presence. And the only oh, part of the conspiracy, it's not, adds it's up. totally, it's, no, it doesn't add up. It's totally that crazy. Adds. It's all over the country. It, it's all over the city, but, uh, it Wait, it's all over the country. In, yeah. It's only, it's only adds up in the sense that I will believe that the police aren't enforcing things a little bit because they want people to be like, Oh, you need the police now. I could believe that, but I don't believe they're giving them out. I believe, first of all, it's not just ki- when you say kids, that's like a term of whatever people, people say kids cause they don't want to take it seriously. It could be clearly could be people in their twenties Kaplan uh, come on you know, boys will be boys that's my right sense. so it could be 25 year olds It could be, uh, boys and, my, will and, be boys. and they're running a you know in Pennsylvania where I'm from fireworks are legal it's very it's been known for years that kids from New York people from New York come over there's always been uh, a cop if you every time I drive home on route 78 uh, near 4th July especially when you're that time here you always see cops hidden out on the highway right in the border, of New Jersey. And they're not there to, that's not a speed trap. They're there to pull people over randomly and see if they have fireworks because they're, it's like they, they're, they're on. They all right. On. All right. All right. Enough so, of this cap. No, no. So what I'm saying is they're bringing them in from Pennsylvania that I know, but the point is they're they're They must be like, um, it's like, there must be an op. It must be very organized because there's just so many. And of it's like, it's an endless it's supply. Or, organized so, is what I'm saying. Cap, when, but it's not organized by a conspiracy theory. I'm saying it's organized by people who are making money. They're selling to their kids and stuff. they not, the kids themselves aren't getting them. They're someone's selling them in wait, New York. So, so you're telling, you're telling me
3: that out of nowhere, some entrepreneurs just appeared out of the clear,
2: clear blue sky they've always three been weeks there. ago. they just, there's a higher demand than usual. Because
3: Kaplan, let me read you some stats. Last night, Oakland, California, nonstop, eight p.m. to two a.m. fireworks going off. I'm watching video right now on uh, Twitter of this. Oakland, California, is that? Are they getting them from Pennsylvania? No, they're getting them. I, I don't know what the laws are okay. in all the states. Of the New country. York City, I'm in New York. I'm most in New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, California. Kaplan, you don't. You think this is just out of the blue? This came out of nowhere. Come
2: on. No, I is, think it's. Uh, I think people. It's a thing to do that it's like, oh, it's something to do. I mean, I don't, I, I'm not, a, cons- a you're thing. a conspiracy person. What do you, you think that all across the country there's some grand conspiracy where people are able to, uh, that's like fringe. It crazy makes later. more sense than teenagers got their hands on, uh, it's not just teenagers. I'm telling you, a lot of these people have cars and stuff. They're not, they're in their, t- they're, I had a car when I was a teenager. First of all, every summer there's fireworks going off and it's crazy. And, but I wanna, you know, I wanna prove my theory. I wanna make money off this or stop the problem. So I want, but Dr. Bob Kaplan is an upstanding. Uh, he's he's got a business in Easton, PA, which is right across the border, which is where these fireworks shops, some of them are. He's a, you know he's an upstanding citizen there. They know him well. They know he's not a criminal. He's got a he's from Easton. He's born and bred there. I want to get him son. to go. My uh, favorite son. I want to want him to get in there to go in there. Maybe we can raise some money just to just buy them all. Buy up the entire store. All right, and we can do one or two things with this. We could either destroy the merchandise, throw it in the Delaware River so no one can keep me up at night? Like the or Boston they, or, Tea Party. Or, of, or do we sh- <laughs> yeah, Or do we do that? Or do I go up to the, one of the parks where they're shooting them off and just wait for the kids to come or whoever it is to come and say, hey, I got some merchandise, guys, and try to make some money out of this suffering. What do you think I should do? Well, I don't care either
3: way. What I'm excited yeah, about is care. that tomorrow you're going to be this uh, snitch white guy in the New York Post complaining about how your doggy gets upset by the file walks and everybody in the
2: city's gonna hate you. I mean, and I'm our pod's with, gonna take off with hate. I'm listeners. fine. I made sure to yeah, to focus a little. I made sure to plug the pod. Good. I said, what do you want? You know, I said my co-host, of Lost America podcast. Good. And I I was aware of that, so I was trying not to send any photos that were too um like uh. I didn't like send you any in a professional, professional photos. Sweater. Yeah, exactly. Like because Randy's like, oh, there's a great family photo of the pancakes. In. I'm like, I'm not sending like yeah the cardigan shot. Uh, <laughs> you with so, the tennis racket. And then she's like, wasking asking me, she's like, wants a picture where the dog's looking more like morbid. I was like, well, I'm not, I, I, I don't take pictures of her during the fireworks. Like I'm not making her suffer. You know, like, so I could do that tomorrow if you want. Like but. with pancakes, making a frowny face. Yeah. Like a dog's like a frowny face. They actually, you know, what I've learned is that dogs, at least pancakes, she makes like, when she's super anxious, she makes like, it's like a grin. It's like a stupid grin that won't go away. Like this, like, they're just confused. They're like freaking out, but they're grinning. So People don't know. Dog. Look, I'm there's a lot of bigger. I said this in general, so I'm sure one won't get cut. But I said there's much bigger problems in the world. I'm aware of that. But the, but if you care about animals at all, I don't see how it's like it's not just my dog. Every dog in New York City and in Oakland or wherever you're telling me you are is suffering right now it's every single night. So if you care about animals, you care about animals. I care about animals. Sue me. Maybe all right. Well, it. maybe I will. Maybe I'll sue <laughs> maybe you. We'll get, preparing preparing about animals. Said, yeah. I hope to get some hate mail out of it. That'll be great.
3: We will definitely get hate mail. Listen, Kev, everyone. You know, we've had so many people on this pod who they get their pod, they leave the pod and they get on J, uh, whatever Jimmy Fallon show or Saturday night live. What have you daily show? Finally, about time. You got some bump out. We got a bump out of this. Yes. And exactly. the pod bump works for you. You're in the New York post tomorrow. By the time people are listening to this, if you're listening to this on Tuesday or any day after check the New York post
2: right now, and you can see Kaplan whining about his dog. Okay. All right. And let's. one other thing, can I say? If you're listening to this podcast and you hate it or love it, either way, if you want to leave, if you hate the story or love the story, leave a review in the iTunes. All right, and give us like a, give us five stars and tell me I'm a terrible person. Exactly. As long as you get five stars, you can say whatever you want. Because we, it, I was gonna say we got one iTunes review recently, uh, and I want to mention it. And then oh, we got read a five review, star review. Read the review. Yeah, and it, then we'll it's from to- this girl. A five star review. And it's from this girl, Irish girl. And she just says, "Love this so much. I'm currently lost in America, and this pod is getting me through the quarantine." Oh, so that's, that's great. A great. What's her review? name? Give her a shout out. Irish girl is her name. That's her name how. is Irish girl. <laughs> oh, the oh. well lady. The well lady is, the, is her. Is her um, screen name in iTunes? So oh. the well lady. Thank you very much. We need our fans out there. If you're not going to sign up for our Patreon page, the least you could do give us a five star review. The least you could do is give us five dollars and sign
3: up for that the that Patreon. Would be- the second Both. least, <laughs> second least is just give us a review. Speaking of that, we have forty-nine Patreon subscribers. Kaplan and I, uh, just just us, no guests. We do this uh, every week, Tuesday through Friday, four extra shows a week, half hour each. Just Kaplan and I, keeping you up to date on the news, everything that's going on in the world, coronavirus and such. Cap, should we get to Jeremy Carrigan? Um, yes.
2: Let's let's zoom him in. Zoom him in. <laughs>
3: All right, we're back with Jeremy Karakin. Welcome to the show, man.
1: Great to be here, Turner. Great to be here, Cap. How are you, Karakin yeah. American? What are, American. Look at that background.
3: For those of you, watch, for those of you only listening, we also yeah. have this show on YouTube. The interview portion yeah. of the, every week is now on YouTube, and I encourage you to go watch it. Yeah, you gotta see this one. You can see Jeremy <laughs> with the fantastic <laughs> background with the Karakin American. Is this? Do you have this? Like, are you doing a lot of interviews these days?
1: I, well, you know this. I did this one because of uh, a monologue that I did a while ago about um, the death of President James Garfield. So it was just <laughs> an, it was a little <laughs> good monologue topic. It, uh, was a, it was a it was a bizarre death the way the way that man died. How did it happen? I don't know anything about that. <laughs> well, his doctors killed him. <laughs> he, he was shot by a guy, a guy named Charles Guiteau, but the bullet wouldn't have killed him. Uh, and so, you know, this guy, Doctor Bliss and that's his first name, doctor, <laughs> Dr. <Doctor>, Dr. <Doctor laughs> Bliss doctor He comes in. It's like, oh I'll, oh, I'll fix him up. No time to wash my hands. <laughs> and like, you know, so he, you know, they start looking for the bullet? They can't find it. They, they jab him full of, uh, you know, they jab him with these metal prods, stab his liver. They try they call Alexander Graham Bell in with his metal detector. And if he's on a metal bed with metal springs, that doesn't help. He's just, it just doesn't work well. Shove, they shove uh, yogurt up his ass to feed him. <laughs> <laughs> and those are the days. And of course, you know, you know, when bliss gets paid like 500,000 bucks for the trouble, uh, Garfield's dead. And, uh, he gets to publish this book about how I fed yogurt up to presidents. This is why, you know, why of you know he he died of infection. Kaplan yeah. and I
3: do like a pre-show meeting, <laughs> Every time to be like, and where do we think? Where do we want? To, how do we want this interview just to go? This one gotta go. Yeah.
2: <laughs> do not go up James Garfield's ass. We didn't come with, up with that.
3: With Carrick and it's we're always, my bingo card. <laughs> we're always like, we can plan a couple questions, but this is gonna go anywhere.
2: Yeah, didn't expect uh, Garfield. So, but you do a YouTube history, like a, a YouTube channel, right? Where you do history lessons every once in a while? Like this yeah, one? Yeah, this or? was
1: just a, yeah, this was a, a monologue that I wrote years ago for a theater here in uh, in Baltimore. And I decided to try to do it myself because I was learning a video editing program. And oh. I'd tape it and put it together. So, yeah.
3: Well, I want to start here. We, the last time we saw you in person was early March you told us that we're like, hey, how you doing? We came, we hung out with you, and we're like, how's how you doing? And you're like, oh, I'm okay now, but I'm just getting over a sickness. Mm. Well, this might have been late February, actually. I think it was February, yeah. We is, saw it was late you. February, yeah. And come to find out months later that that sickness, we think,
1: was coronavirus, right? It was, yeah, it was COVID-19. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was, uh, you know, after, what, in, in April or May, uh, I tested for the antibodies, and that was the only time I was really sick. So like four days of uh, you know, fever, and that was it. It was not serious at all. So and when was lucky. that?
3: In January, February?
1: Uh February. February. is what it was. So, yeah. okay.
3: So before I mean, like I think as of on record early February. On record, there were zero cases in New York City at that time.
1: Yep. Holy
3: yep. So, cow. Patient zero. Yeah.
1: I don't know patient <laughs> zero, but I, was, I think I got it at JFK. I went to Nicaragua and, you know, I was sick for about four days in Nicaragua. So uh, late January, early February.
2: And, and then, did you spread it to Nicaragua, do we know? Did you tra- <laughs> do any tracing after the fact? Do we- I didn't talk to many
1: people down there because I was sick. I was like, I didn't want to get whatever it was. I didn't want to get anybody sick. So um, I probably
2: got people sick on the plane, but I wasn't. How it's, spread. it's amazing you think about it. Like early on when nobody knows anybody, this even exists and you're, going, you're running off to Nicaragua. Yeah. And well, spreader, that's the whole right? reason
3: why yeah. it spread, you know, like the SARS into, was it 2003? It just, the reason why it didn't spread, or one of the reasons why it didn't spread so much is because people just didn't travel around as much, especially Chinese people right. at that point. Right. They weren't right. as mobile. Right. And now they're well, saying. Well, it's also
1: that this was a, this has a long, that has a longer latency period. So who knows? It was like five, six days latency. I had to pick up a friend from the airport and then, you know, or exactly five days after I got back from the airport. So Yeah. So, yeah. Who knows?
3: And um, what was it? You said having it was not a big deal for you in your case.
1: It felt like less bad than the flu for me. Uh, it felt like the flu, but just not quite as bad. Like when I've had the flu, I've been out for a week. Uh, this was like three or four days of about 101 fever. So everything hurt, but it wasn't, you know, I was never in danger.
2: Off? Did you have like a bad cough or anything? Or? Didn't even have a cough. Ah. Nothing.
1: So got up and, you know, after the fever, uh, walked around, had some sort of intestinal trouble, but then it was fine.
3: Maybe you had the European one that Cuomo <laughs> likes to talk about.
2: <laughs> yeah, the European mutation, exactly. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, early. That's an early mutation, though. I think he did the real well, deal, the Wuhan version. We have another... Uh, might have had the Wuhan version, yeah.
3: We have another friend who got it, and sim- almost he had it early March, but almost the exact same story as you. He said it was almost... It was three days for him of sick, yep. kind of sick... And he, he wouldn't have even thought he had it except that his girlfriend got tested and she had tested positive. They both like kind of got sick and then had it. So since that time, so you found out in what, I guess, so, so then you would have had the antibodies from February until, and are you still like, we were saying before you came on that you have been going and getting, I don't know what, donating? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I've been giving blood because there's you know early on I was a bit I was a supporter of the uh, convalescent plasma pro uh, project. Plasma. You, yeah, it's called the convalescent plasma project. Uh, uh, a an Italian doctor who study who is the head of a lab here in Baltimore, uh, Arturo Casadevall. Uh, he has this whole project. It, it's it works like a um, uh, it's kind of like a vaccine. It's just you know get it, giving people more of the same antibodies to get them used to the uh, uh you know if they if they're getting really sick it just allows them to fight off the uh, fight off the disease faster and better so it helps if people have the antibodies they can go to the red cross and give uh you know a couple a unit or two of their blood every 28 days and you'll help save some lives so they Hopefully give it to as people i'm sorry hopefully as many of the people i killed you know (laughs) (laughs) come
3: on come on on.
2: you didn't you don't kill anybody you know of it's like having kids you don't know about it
1: that's right it's it's like all the children i've had in other ports
2: (laughs) did uh did you get a test because my uncle did the same thing here in new york he was an early earlier not as early as you but he had it in early march and he's I know he went and they did like a test to see if he was a candidate for the plasma. Like not everybody who has the antibodies is a candidate, right? You have to get like a score or something or, well, this
1: is again, one of these things that the, the you know uh, the, the, the FDA or the CDC, whoever is or the NIH or whoever sponsoring these tests, the protocols don't allow people to register for uh, certain, for the official um, for the official uh, double blinded experiments Unless you had first uh, a, a test for the active infection and then the antibodies I didn't even know I had the infection so that was impossible so that's I, I'm not I'm not able to be part of that particular um, convalescent plasma project experiment but the American Red Cross doesn't care if you've had uh, an active infection test, just as long as you test positive for the immunoglobulins.
3: So Ooh, did globulins. you just go get the antibody test because you're like, oh, you kind of put the pieces together? Like, oh, maybe that's what that was in February?
1: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I wanted to know, you know, I wanted to know, every, everybody was starting to go like, oh, you got to wear a mask to go around. You shouldn't go out ever. And I thought, well, wait a minute. I wonder if I'm even still susceptible uh, and I wonder if I could volunteer for things. And that's what I did. So I was just, my primary care provider was offering it. And I th- said, okay, I'll try. All
3: it. right. A couple more questions on this before we move on to this uh, superpower you now have. <laughs> of, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, what about do they tell you? Do they give you any information that we might not know about? Like, mm. do, does it actually work giving people the antibodies? I'm pregnant.
1: Uh, well, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, say pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. What they, you know, they don't. There's been no confirmation that you are immune if you have these antibodies. However, if it's like previous coronaviruses, you should be for at least a season. Uh, however, you know they haven't had any time, effort, or money to put into the, you know, double blinded studies to confirm this. But they just imagine you're probably likely to be immune. But
3: I mean, like uh, the people so, you're donating to, it's actually it's helping oh. them,
2: for sure. I, but we don't I know yet. Yes. Yeah. I yeah, don't know. yeah. No, you like, don't get like a, you don't get a letter it. from them. Like a, like <laughs> you saved my life. Thank you. <laughs> kind sir. No, I'll be your friend forever
1: now. Blood no, buddy, they don't tell Blood you brothers. who i saved. <laughs> yeah. They tell you that every unit, uh, you should be able to, you know, you may save as many as three people with that.
3: That's amazing.
1: Or, it's like planting a tree in Israel. You know, you got to see a like, picture of it or something. <laughs> I mean, for just... all I know, the orderly is carrying the bottle like trips and it falls. It's like, oh, well, <laughs> you never made it there. <laughs> well, this is a great,
3: um, I know there's no, ho- there's no Christmas here, but uh, there's a great holiday uh, gift to people. It's like, I've donated plasma <laughs> in, in your, your name. That's, that's next
2: what I've
3: done it in your Last
2: name. Last year it was urine. This is terrific. <laughs> that's better than the human fund. Yeah. That's a great idea for next year. <laughs> Did you know did you, when you took the antibody test, though? Like, yours years still early on, so you there was positive because I know there's a lot of people are confused about which ones are accurate. Do you know which ones are the most accurate or way to I do it? Or took you know, I asked them, uh, at my PCP which ones they they
1: they had they used, um, Johns Hopkins proprietary one, which tests three different uh immunoglobulin factors IgA, M, and uh, what well, G. And they all came back positive, so that's just a very much more likely positive. So, if one of them comes back, it might be a false positive.
3: Well, Johns Hopkins—that sounds like a good place to get it checked that's out. That's a good one. Yeah. You know, my, one I, I know people that are going down to the strip mall, <laughs> and they're going, <laughs> "Hey, there's this place next to Kinko's, and they <laughs> in the mall—they get it. Yeah, it's great. Sixty percent works, but you know, well, it's well this great is place something to called. It.
1: Yeah, well, sure, exactly. (laughs) Well, you got it now. Um, (laughs) The um, there's three, you know, uh, these three immunoglobulins that you can get. They test it. What's called an ELISA, uh, and that's the that's the test. Is the blood based test the um, what the immunoglobulin serum assay is what the ISA stands for. So.
3: So it seems to work. It's great. And then yeah. so you don't, when was the last time you gave um plasma?
1: College, I think.
3: Oh, I mean know? I mean in this in <laughs> this scenario. Like oh, in this
1: year. I, okay, just uh, about a week ago. And they call me back <laughs> immediately. It's like we tested it again, you got more. And I'm like, okay. You still, so you still it got it, up, is what I'm saying. You still got it, yeah.
2: Amazing. Still got it. You didn't lose because it burns off after a few months to some people, right? They say you can lose. It's the- possible to burn off, yeah. But we don't know
1: yeah we don't know i mean because you lose influenza uh you know in immunity over the seasons either your immunoglobulins wear off or um the, the viruses mutate enough that your blood can't recognize it so
3: OK, well, I was listening to some the Harvard, the guy who's like the head of the CDC for Harvard or whatever you want to call that. <laughs>
2: right. That's two different things. But OK. <laughs> okay. Whatever the Harvard's version Harvard doesn't have their own CDC the infectious disease <laughs> specialist. Head of their own CIA
1: <laughs> epidemiology, I guess, at Harvard. Is what Listen, The
3: right. CDC is currently inept. So I think Harvard's invented <laughs> their cares? own. Yeah, he was saying that he thinks into the year he was for a, uh, for vaccine. a vaccine. Yeah. He thinks we'll have one. Well, he thinks we'll have three to four to pick from by the end of the year. Mm. So all you have to do is get your, as long as your antibodies hold on through, through December, you're good.
1: I guess so. That's really all I need. Are
2: yeah. they going to do that? Did he told you? I mean, How do you,
1: <laughs> I have no idea. I don't think anyone knows, you know, um, what, what does, does know, the CDC have...
2: guy at Johns Hopkins say? <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, you know, if again, if it's like other coronaviruses, it lasts it lasts a year or so, maybe a couple more. We've had coronaviruses before. This is just the that's just the shape of the virus itself, like a rhinovirus is a different shape of the protein code. Hmm.
3: So you so you so was your plan just to kind of keep going once a month and seeing if it still works? Yeah, like seeing how the well, bingo my plan numbers. My just to
1: kill, go and give them as much blood as they want to take. You know, I mean. You've made a yeah.
2: lot of sins over the years. It's, not, it's how you repay them. Exactly. This is my little monthly Yom Kippur.
3: Now do you get, cause I had friends who used to give plasma in college for, uh, you know, rent. And, uh, <laughs> do you get paid for this or is this, uh, you're doing this for free?
1: I was like, yeah, while I was here, you want any seamen? They're like, no. I I <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't, this isn't for money. There are places that will pay you for it. Um, I'm doing okay money wise, so I don't <laughs> feel like I, I'm down to that level. I gotta sell fluids. Well, what what's uh, up with Broadway?
3: Speaking of, are they uh
1: <laughs> <laughs> I killed it, I guess.
3: <laughs> are they because comedy is obviously dead? Are you in my same? I mean, is is Broadway in my same group or what?
1: All theater in the you know, the Western, you know, hemisphere is is gone for a while. Uh I was planning on going to see Leopold Stad in, in London, uh, and then this happened. Um and I was plan I was going to try to meet Tom Stopper. And I emailed him and he said, "Well, yeah, let's try to get together." And then, you know, pandemic happened. Always so was, something
3: with Tom <laughs> Stopper. He always gets out of Tom. He always makes <laughs> promises. <laughs> Not He's a real excuse. He's an excuse. Always has an Tom. excuse. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Starter would be the way, the guy who would <laughs> yeah, get right. things done. But Tom Stopper
1: uh, yeah, I tried to, you know, so yeah, all of all of Broadway's dead until at least, uh, they think, for the end of the year, but the the official stopping point and starting point is potentially Labor Day, but I can't imagine they'll be-
3: I mean, are, are they waiting on a vaccine?
1: I don't know if they're waiting on a vaccine, but they're waiting on, look, Broadway's pro- profit margins are so astronomically low regardless, so they need full houses for it to get anywhere. And everyone's afraid to go there. So uh, I don't know what, you know, they. Yeah. Full house might not be allowed. So. Yeah. And all the actors have to be, feel safe. All the audience members have to feel safe. That's going to be difficult.
3: Yeah. But the Carrick plays, don't you? You're batting a thousand, aren't you? On uh, making, making (laughs) money for
2: Broadway. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But if, if your last one did great. If Trump can't sell at Oklahoma, I don't know. A- <laughs> Kerrigan's a great playwright, I don't know. Bro, a little harder to sell out, so yeah. But, yeah, uh, totally. Yeah. I can't make it in Tulsa. Who knows? Yeah,
1: so, yeah nothing in Tulsa. Boy, he got... Uh, he
3: didn't have Harry probably. Potter. That's his problem.
1: <laughs> that's the trick. Yeah. Although he did have all these K-pop teens, you know buy
2: seats have you heard about that yeah buying the seats isn't the problem it's the are going to the seats that's where yeah. right they didn't
1: well he got all and these
2: people all these um you know middle school activists
1: <laughs> got all these tickets and just to not show up
3: yes can i ask a question um yeah. what is the i've been hearing this term k-pop teen. is are these
1: korean kids
3: like in all seriousness <laughs> i'm not kidding <laughs>
1: (laughs) I wasn't sure. I think it's just kids. American kids were fans of K-pop. Is that what what it Wait, wait, What is K-pop?
2: I don't even know what that means. It's Korean. Korean, Yeah. Korean pop music. Yeah.
3: Korean pop. It's like, you know, the Korean pop stars. It's like a group of like six, six girls that dance like the Spice
2: Girls, but of Korea. Are they political? The Korean pop stars? Like, why would those that demographic? That's why I'm confused. Gangnam Style
1: (laughs) has some political thing going. I don't know. What was his name? I forget his
2: name. Psy are they Sorry. PSY? Are they fans of rocket man i don't i'm really confused by this well stuff.
3: that's why it's just it's just the type of pop music in korea but all of a sudden they are calling these kids k-pop kids and so yeah, i don't you guys aren't those I don't know. you're hey, not the
2: experts i, I couldn't tell you <laughs> i thought character he's an expert on a lot of things you finally found we something stup- he's not an expert on stumped character stumped character the k-pop get me, get you he know when it comes phones. to yeah, when it comes to music of the Korean Peninsula, on <laughs> my there's free expertise, on my expertise. you, I you sorry, weren't
3: sorry. a uh, you didn't do t- you didn't you weren't stationed
1: over there at any point in your life. No, no, but I do know uh, the guy who's Dennis Rodman's translator uh, <laughs> while you. he's in Korea. <laughs> Why is he not on the pod? Let's get. <laughs> I it, don't know. Though. I got to get him. He's actually a libertarian too. A guy oh, a libert- liber- liber. Liber. Dennis Rodman's translator. He's a um. Yeah, is he running like a He's a geneticist at Columbia
2: Medicine. Oh, Turner. There you go. He's like you the, guy, head of yeah. CDC <laughs> the CDC there. The CDC. And he's also the translator for Dennis for Korea, Dennis Robin.
1: And yeah, he's right. he goes over to Pyongyang all the time with them to like do these peace talks. Amazing. So and he's also a he's also a a tuba player and a a uh, an Abraham Lincoln impersonator professional this
2: guy this guy's, got, this guy's got this guy's lived a full life I gotta say gotta, <laughs> you said God.
1: it Joe is the strangest human being you've ever, you've ever <laughs> met
3: so it looks like yeah comedy clubs are now starting to try to reopen which is bizarrely in the incorrect move, like wildly wrong as a move yeah. but certain ones like Arizona in Dallas. The worst places to open to The worst spot of oh, Florida. They're starting to do
1: comedy shows in South Florida right now. Well, James tried to do something at stand up New York a couple of weeks ago and got shut down by the cops. And they were like outside and they were completely uh like six feet apart and uh but still the cops shut him down.
3: James uh Altucher? Is that what yeah, Altucher. Oh, yeah. he did. Yes, he did. Yeah. Well, they didn't have... I mean, it was illegal. It was not allowed to do, I think,
1: right? <laughs> they just, you guys need to be riding. So, you know... It was stage
3: one. I mean, phase one or whatever New York's in right now, right?
2: Right. We're in phase, phase two. One. Today was the day. We didn't even announce that at the opening. Happy phase uh-huh. two, everybody.
3: I know, but comedy's in phase four. Like, comedy clubs are phase four. As yeah. I would imagine Broadway is as well. It's entertainment, which is... Isn't that the name of an... Smart ant horror movie. Here's the phase problem four. is that every state has its own phase system, and uh, whatever it is in Maryland is not like in Virginia, there's only two phases, in New York, there's four, and they all mean different things open and closed. <laughs> there needs to be like a national phase, like we all know mm. what at least that means, and that means, and that
1: means, right? That might mean some you know, federal
2: leadership, and that mm. seems a little that's that's above. We can't expect that federal leadership. What are we? Are gonna where do the you, here?
3: Uh, Jeremy? Where do you? Where do you land as a libertarian on all this, uh, like f- shelter in place and all this kind of stuff?
1: I,
2: I, I well, I
3: think
1: shelter in place has been not terribly effective. Uh, you know, I I don't know. <sighs> Gee, this is a this is a tough one. When it comes to epidemi with epidemiology. I'm not so much of a libertarian when it comes to like, you know, because every single one of us has like 50 guns shooting off, you know, <laughs> simultaneously. Right. That's
2: it's an exception know, little, to our logic on a lot yeah. of things, right? Yeah.
1: Exactly. So I uh, you know, if if a shelter in place order is really necessary, it's like last resort, but it might have been it's necessary, it's necessary. Yeah.
2: You know. Don't you think I kind of think the problem is they should have like gone even farther in the beginning, like they, they didn't should have done it enough. earlier, earlier and stronger. And then because it's psychology, people aren't libertarians, but they are in some ways, everybody. And so if you start giving, releasing things earlier, like a little bit more. So we got we would have gotten back to what we just did after like three weeks. Then people would have liked it better. It could have lasted longer. Uh, you know, or, like you know, if, if, only
1: we, if we'd known we could have tried to protect the uh, you know, nursing totally. homes more. Yeah,
2: we could you know. So it's all sorts of things that we, you know, we would have. We don't but, blame Cuomo for that. Not his fault. <laughs> We're big fans here.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, great!
2: Okay, well, I,
3: <laughs> no, no, no. Say whatever you. The jury is still out on Governor Cuomo.
1: <laughs> we how do we? How do we? I just we don't. I don't know if we could have done anything about it. We just everybody lives so close together in New York City. I don't know if we can blame him or not. Well, he was but,
3: making fun of the virus uh, in, on like March 23rd, which was very late, about a month after, or at least two weeks March after March 13th. Ever, I think you mean yeah, but yeah. No, March 20, as I was fleeing New York city, I was turning on the TV and he was like, "Out oh, in California. They want to shelter in place. What does that even mean? We'll never do that. And then two days okay. later, he's New York's on pause. It, it didn't, pause. it never, and sheltered. Pause, exactly. it's, a, it's manic- a nicer, it never shelter sheltered in place. In place. What,
2: yeah. what is it down in Baltimore?
1: We are in, you're in Baltimore now. I mean, yeah, Baltimore County, which is slightly more free than Baltimore city. Mm. Uh, you know, we, everything is open, but the restaurants. So And but you gotta socially distance uh, or wear
2: a mask. So you can't outdoor dine. You can outdoor dine now. Which is that was like because I mean you have the antibody so you like I guess this is my uh, yes you can do anything, but yeah I guess to say it this way it's like do you feel this weird pressure of like I'll wear a mask so people don't look down on me even when I'm like I don't need it. Or do you just, what do you do? Basically
1: why I wear clothes to begin with. (laughs) I just don't want any uncomfortable conversations. So if I want to put on a mask just to make everybody feel better, I mean, that's why I wore a tie for however long I did. So like, whatever, just don't, don't, don't
2: yell at me. That's all I care about. (laughs) You
3: almost should get a t-shirt that says I have the antibodies. (laughs) Yeah, That'd be great. Right.
2: not quite like a star, that's a little sensitive, but like something. Some sort of like a star bellied <laughs> snitch.
3: <laughs> Some
2: sort of patch or like a picture or something. Well, it's like it, it's
3: informative as, as well. Let's um, you know, waiters, waitresses know they can come up to your table. They don't have to worry you can speak, speak for the
2: table almost, like yep. you can be the person they come to you if you're because you're your family have You can complain yeah, for the yeah, table. My,
1: my my wife had it and my daughter I we oh. think had it. We didn't oh. have her tested. Oh man. So, so you're so.
2: you're a family of superheroes. That's right.
1: That's, well, I can't quite. You know, One of the things I did not predict is when we went to these things, we went to these uh, restaurants that are just opening up now. Menus have gone away and they've been replaced by those little QR codes that you scan and you look on your phone to see what they have to order. Yeah. Oh, and I thought, hey, this is great. I, I wish they do this. All, I hope maybe this will go away all the time now. I can tell you that that's that
3: was going on in China, probably. 10 years, maybe not 10 years ago, but at least the last couple of years I was there, which meaning like 2013, 14, 15, 16, um, a lot. Of, and that's also how you pay at a lot of bars and restaurants in China. Oh, I love that. Is you scan your QR code and it links to your bank account, you know, whatever the mm. app would be for your bank. And like then the power up. Yeah. Uh, and then that's, put. you want to buy a beer, like at our comedy club that we, in 2015, we had this system where you could pay by scanning, scanning your to get a beer at the well, bar I,
1: I love the near field communication the rfid thing the apple pay but that just i, I love doing that i just because i I'll, i'm gonna lose my keys i'm gonna lose my wallet i'm gonna lose my phone but if i have one of these i'm okay now
3: yeah well i will say you feel pretty cool doing it too it feels like the novelty of, of just paying for some like people would come get a beer just so they could test it out
2: you know yeah right exactly pretty good yeah you just scan the beer like how does it
3: no 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 there's a, <laughs> the menu has has that like square oh, okay kind of the, i guess that's a qr code right the squ- yeah. the square so you put your
2: phone up to the thing the qr code and then it downloads the what you can order onto your phone
3: no you oh. uh the, each each menu item has i think each price would have a different qr code maybe is that that might be yeah. the way you did it and then you scan whatever price your drink was and it the money comes out of your bank account into the club's bank account and then, oh, and then, love that. and then you get I the beer. Know. They just give it I'm to you. I'm old
2: fashioned. Yeah. I like to argue about the charge, all these things that I enjoy. <laughs> I like to peruse. Do they have like in Europe where there's like, oh, you ever go to a fancy restaurant and women are given a menu that doesn't have prices? Oh, <laughs> no.
1: Because
2: <either. laughs> you're the guests. Well, I love that I
1: don't, you know, now you don't, you know, especially in New York, uh, well, I, my Mandarin's terrible. If I were in China, I could order without, having to tell them what it is that I wanted. Yeah. Oh, that's so in New York with all the different people with the accents. I don't have to tell them they get it. And it's it's talk to people. Yeah. They exactly. (laughs) I don't have to talk to them.
3: Now can we talk about this uh where we were with you in early March? Because this was fascinating to me. This whole February. This is like a or in February. This is a world that I didn't know existed, which is almost the way what you were okay. You'd written this play, right? You'd written a new play. You need to test, stop me if I'm wrong, but it felt like you need to test it out and I can, t- and then this is a way to almost te- like, almost like how I workshop material on stage. If you've written a play, you can't do the workshopping. Is that, is that the way, is that, was well, the purpose we did of do, that? We
1: did do a reading. Yeah. We did do a reading at, uh, uh, at, uh, you know, a gorgeous house, There's some fancy uh, house. Yeah. That was really something. Yeah. We had, we did a reading just for me to look for cuts and stuff and put it before some producers. And, uh, yeah. And we got, I got to see it and make some changes and we're, I'm still working on it, but it's
2: and yeah. had excellent little hot dogs, Some spread this house. Had. Well, <laughs> that was well, so what this I is. I had no idea it was what gonna a be life like fancy. Yeah. I didn't, right? I really, I'm never going to be have past hors d'oeuvres again. So, or for a while. So
1: you're right. That
3: <laughs> was sorry, our yeah, last, yeah. our last hurrah of eating hors d'oeuvres.
1: <laughs> divorce, <you> know, <laughs> was this get divorced? You got to divorce Randy and get married again. Oh, there's be weddings again. <laughs> oh I mean, God. Go.
3: <laughs> so just to explain to the listener what this was, it was, uh you written the play, you need you're doing a reading of it, and you have five or six act, four or five actors, and they're on a stage, but almost like sitting, and then they would stand up one by one. They were reading it half- It was a reading. It was acting, a stage reading. It's a reading, acting.
2: yeah. Turner's never seen a reading before.
3: I don't know if most You've people never have seen ever a seen a reading before. Yeah. And this is in front of like 50 schmoozy. Kaplan and I kept uh, talking yeah. about how this was like a Curb Your enthusiasm episode. This is a place where Larry David would be like a, a, up, a yeah. fancy event where people are watching a play reading at someone's house.
2: Right. One of his friends. Yeah. It was, <laughs> house this was yeah. amazing. what happened yeah,
3: like at, a... at uh, Ted Danson's house or something. <laughs> Ted we're, all, we're all going over to watch this play reading. And <laughs> yeah. are so, you it's... making notes in the back of the room? This is my question to yep. you. Okay, so half of the reason why you're doing this is so you can kind of see how it's rad and be like, oh, that didn't hit like I thought it would, or we need to
2: change that move. Yeah, imagine it's like an open mic. Yeah, you want to hear, do you you know, like it's the pressure was on us to laugh at the right points, not to laugh for the sake of laughter, like you want honest laughter, so that was great, that was very helpful, we were helpful. Right, sure, exactly,
1: I just want to know what's working and what's not, especially works, it especially works well if, um, it especially... Excuse me, one moment. No problem. Uh, oh, anyways, there's a huge thunderstorm here coming here. That's why. All right. So, the question was why you the first reading you'd ever been to? Ever? He's, yeah. He's Where really would I go? I'm
3: no socialite. I'm no <laughs> Manhattan. Uh... I mean,
2: I've only been to screenplay readings. I've never been to a play in a house like this. This was, I'm uh, a, this dur- is above my norm, too. Jeremy, I'm a dirty
3: stand up comedian. I'm not, <laughs> right. I don't, I'm not in the high society Robert De Niro world <laughs> that Kaplan <laughs> lives in, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Well, actually, oddly enough, the, the first table read of that play, uh, my my brother in law comes along and goes, Oh, I'd like to see what that's like. He's from India and um that's thunder in the background um wow so he's from india and he goes oh that was the the first play and it was it, i'd ever seen he goes oh he's i was like oh it was your first play reading i was like, no that was the first play i'd ever seen ever <laughs> yeah. never saw a play in high school and he said no he never <laughs> like no interest no, not very cultured. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just like it's, this, in India, it was just like you study and you go home and you eat and you study again. Well, that's the same. Should, there's
3: not a lot of plays
2: running through Suzhou, China. You know, you when I told him the that's what a play is. Don't tell him that, that was the uh, that there's more to it. You know, we don't wear <laughs> costumes or anything. You just sit and read, a read the script. You don't have to memorize your lines. Easy. <laughs>
1: right. And well, then eventually came to see, uh, you know, Lifespan of Effect on Broadway. And that was his first play in
3: public. Fantastic play. Love. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And,
2: And what's going on now? Is this play on hold because of the Corona or is it like, do you You have plans as good as mine? We
1: got a few theaters that want (laughs) to, want to do it starting in the fall. We had a lot of theaters do it last year before, uh, civilization died. But, uh, now that,
3: um, you're talking about lifespan of a factor, the new, the new play we came to watch.
1: Uh, lifespan. Yeah, lifespan. So it was everywhere. Uh, then, it was in
3: Singapore for a while, right? Because we have listeners around the world. So yes,
1: yeah. the Singapore production apparently was really good. I couldn't get to that. Uh, that was right while Corona was happening, but Singapore handled it pretty well.
2: Oh, so uh, it spread. And, it was helping spread.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah of course
2: unfortunately because it a, gets a lot of laughter timing. don't worry very,
3: don't worry jeremy the, no one listens to this show so you're not gonna this won't be quoted <laughs> no, it's a compliment
2: anywhere. because your your stuff's very funny and it's more people viral laughing the more it's gonna spread reference. so right if you you wrote boring stuff it wouldn't be a problem
3: aren't you glad you came back to this podcast
1: (laughs) oh god (laughs) now you're making me feel even more guilty
2: no i'm like i'm
0: like typhoid
1: mary a compliment (laughs) (laughs) highest compliment i could call typhoid maury Uh, uh, Maury, people (laughs) so anyways yeah the singapore people were really good they want to do what i think in london uh it would, that was a huge hit there uh, we had it in heidelberg germany um uh, it's going to be in chicago this um uh, this autumn so it's it's that's that's still got a life i guess if if we if we haven't blown up the world by then
3: we'll be good december just hang that's what the cdc of harvard says hang is, on till december and we'll be back all right uh Jeremy, anything we missed it cap did i miss anything here
2: Well, I wanted to ask Jeremy a real quick question because, you know, people looking at this on our YouTube might not believe this, but you and I met in CrossFit. That's right. (laughs) And I I explained the story to Turner on the air the other day about how CrossFit sort of got canceled. I'm looking for a new cult. Where do I where do, view, you, do you still do CrossFit or what are your stance on the I, whole?
1: I don't think <laughs> anybody has CrossFit right now. I think it's, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I am just trying to
2: swim and bike as much as possible. Uh, am I, I allowed so to go so, back? You think, or should I just never do it again? I don't want to, I don't want to be I think maybe canceled. Do bar. Could you do bar? Oh, or bar. Tanga yoga. What's the new thing? Orange theory. <laughs> do we know if they're leaders though? I've, I want to make sure none of their leaders are conscious contra- say anything stupid. Like I need to look into them first. I don't want to get really into Ashtanga yoga. And then the person says something about poor you know, Greg Glassman. Like, <laughs>
1: yeah, the, the poor guy just told the truth about how he feels. I'm
2: sorry. Um, big mistake in today's climate. Do not tell the you truth do about that. how you feel. Do you Run it by your PR, your publicist. If you're making, if you're in a business. Don't Turns be out, wrong. you know, he's, I, we knew he was weird, but we didn't yeah. think he'd be that weird. <laughs> exactly. All right. Anyway, thanks, man.
3: Yeah. This is you're fun. very welcome. This fun is fun. I'm up. glad you've done this. Let the, us know uh, if you're
2: back to New York.
3: Yes. I will do. And I hear the thunder hitting you. So I think at, in Virginia, I'm about, I'm about 30 minutes away from that hitting me. So
2: Yeah. And, uh, All right. Well, good luck on
1: the, whatever this this Nor'easter is. All right. All right. Have a good one, Jeremy. <laughs> Take it easy. So long. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
3: Bye-bye, Kaplan. Let's get to the news. Play the music. jeremy kerrigan for doing the podcast i'm glad he's healthy by the way we should have said that to him
2: to to his face yeah i think but, he was he was a little he was a little hurt that i think we showed such lack of compassion not a lot of <laughs> compassion out of us on that episode you don't get I, it not, It's not a compassionate pod not our, we, not our we just we're interested not our, in the facts it's not our we're fault just, we're, we're journalists we can't show we once you let show compassion you let your guard down
3: yes yes i think is that the rule i'm not sure uh, First news story of the week. Anyway, shout out to him. Thank you. And uh, his play's fantastic. If you get a chance to see Lifespan of Effect anywhere in the world, go check it out. First story yeah, of the and week.
2: Hopefully, and hopefully that play that I don't even know the name. We didn't really talk about the plot, but it was hilarious. The one with the that we saw the reading of about the Assyrian king it was much like, it was like a spoof a little bit on modern times and Trump and everything. It was hilarious. I hope it, it gets going once this is all over. I hope it up. does as
3: well. Cause I yeah. think it's uh, that's going to be the next big one. All right. All right. Ne- yeah. First news story of the week comes to us from Adrian Wojnarowski. a Woj bomb, a Woj bomb, Portland trailblazers forward Trevor Ariza is opting out of participating in the NBA's Orlando restart of the season. Now for anyone who doesn't know what all those words mean combined into one sentence, the NBA is coming back. They've announced in uh, late July in yep. Orlando, everyone, all the NBA players, all the teams are flying to Orlando. They're all going to live at the Disney grounds, the Disney campus, whatever you might call it, the Disney resort and living in hotels, playing in two. I don't know. It's one, two, three gyms and they're going to have the entire season without fans at these gyms. Now they're going
2: to finish the last like ten, eight games of the season. I'm and sorry. The yes, playoffs. there's yeah.
3: eight. They're going to do eight more regular season games and then they're going to do the playoffs, but it's going to last two or three months all right there in Orlando. And I mean, if you make it to the very end, you have to stay there two to three months. Now, some of the players have complained about this and the league decided, well, if the players don't want to come, they don't have to come. I think no penalty, right? They don't, they don't get a,
2: reduced uh, there salary. is a uh, fine. I think there's a small salary penalty. I'm not sure, but it's not big. Yeah. Mostly. Well, it, I'm not sure exactly, but he's, uh, what would you do? Would you, well, would he's you the first, this? this is
3: news because this came out 27 minutes ago while breaking it on the pod here. He's the first person I know of in the NBA who said, I'm definitely not going. Also yeah. big news for me because he was on the Sacramento Kings up until a month before the lockdown and we traded him and uh good thing we did because now he's just quitting on his team. So
2: Vladi makes moves. He plays chess when everyone's playing checkers. Exactly. He understood. He knew that if we got to this point, I mean, I can understand why he'd be upset because when they said Disney World, as someone who's been there, when they said this was the idea, they I'm were out. deciding what you did. Well, they were deciding what you Disney World in Vegas. So if it was Vegas, I guarantee you they're all going. Kaplan, I'm going. I would go if it was Six Flags. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I want there to be more
3: roller coasters. My whole problem, I'm not going. If it's Disney, I'm not going. Here's why. They don't listen. There's this big buildup. Ooh, he gets Disney. Ooh, you gets Disney. It's going to be great. And you get there. What is it really? It's it's Splash Mountain, which is one drop, it, and then it's a uh, Space Mountain. It's all a mountain Space Mountain, which you just go around in circles. There's no loop, ditty loops on space what? mountain. Everything else is the teacups. You're sitting around, but you go out to a six flags, a great adventure with a great America. One of these places you get 15, 20 different roller coasters. So I would say well, I'm only going, if it's at a, ro- a real, right. roller. Well,
2: I think, course. I don't know if they're going to get to use the rides. I think that will really happen here. Is well, it's definitely out. Trevor Reza did, you know, he started doing research when they were saying it, he starts looking at the hotels and if you've been, I've been Disney world, they have all these theme hotels. They have an animal kingdom. You have a hotel where you go outside and there's like giraffes at your, at your balcony. We stayed in one of those. They have a art event. They have a hotel that's like, you have cars themed room, the movie cars and little Mermaid and all this stuff. Like you get Lion King beds, you get everything. So he's probably looking at this and saying like, we're going to get some cool hotel. I'll bring the family. It'll be a, it'll be a great vacation. And then what did they do? The NBA went with like the ritziest, most boring hotels in the area. It's no fun. Oh, they got they're, born. They didn't even get those hotels. They, they got the nice, like the grand Floridian or something. It's just like, oh. it's like, the it's like the families that are the rich families who go to Disney world, who aren't fun, who don't care about yeah, oh, the, like kids the,
3: the Hilton Hilton resort, whatever, something like that. Yeah. And they will
2: have like Mickey's at brunch in those places like if you're into that, but I don't know if the NBA players get to have brunch with Mickey. I Here's don't know my question. To-
3: what adults are really, I mean, I know my wife used to, yeah, I used to work at Disney. So I got to be careful here. Cause she's really into it. But are there a lot of NBA players who are just upset? Are they get? What are they going to be doing? Wearing the bonnet, wearing the Mickey ears when they're playing and sitting on this bench, you know, is it that, is that, is it that big of a deal to go to Disney for these guys?
2: No, it's not. And I think, I mean, they're going to, it's going to be an interesting thing because these guys are going to like, the the rules are so crazy. They have this whole like 200 pages of health violation. Like where the guys are, they got to get nose swabbed every day. They got to yeah, get a needle these special stuck up rings up that can tell you if you have coronavirus three days in advance. And they're, they're not allowed to play doubles ping pong, which is one of the favorite highlights, which is hilarious because they're going to be playing basketball together. They can't play doubles ping pong. That is ridiculous. And, and the cards games are going to be late. These late night cards games. These guys are all inspired. They all were watching the last dance. They all are going to be wanting to gamble more than ever. So these late night cards games are going to be epic, but like, they're not allowed to share the decks. They have to, they're going to give them like hundreds and hundreds of decks. So they don't, don't pretty wild. It's, it's going to be a disaster. I, I think we all agree. Now that Florida is becoming a disaster that this is, Ex- probably, well, they're
3: doing this in the new epicenter. It's like saying, we're going to restart the league. Let's do it in Wuhan.
2: Yeah, they it seemed like a great idea two months ago when Florida was writing stories about how they dodged the bullet. But whoops. (laughs) Whoops.
3: All right. Next story of the week with zoo. This comes to us from Shanghai, Kaplan, the Shanghaiist, our friends over there with the zoo closed with zoo closed to visitors. Pandas finally bang after 10 years of trying. How about that cap? So this is yeah. the uh, uh, Hong Kong. What do you oh, this is down in Hong Kong ocean park, which is one of the famous uh, zoo famous parks out there. They've had these zoos. I mean, they've had these pandas. They've been trying to get them bang for 10 years. They won't, they won't do it. They won't do it. They won't do it. Finally, everybody leaves. And what happens? They get busy.
2: How do they know they got busy? Cause one got pregnant or, well, they probably have security cameras or something. Oh, so was it a? It, so they were trying to. You think they, they thought they were like, "Oh, this guy's gay." This panda. Yeah, this probably. It turns out just years, shy. he's shy. He's like, yeah, not everyone's a voyeur. He's like, not a. You know, it's not an for exhibitionist. Everybody. Not, everyone's not an, exhibitionist, an exhibitionist. Exactly. They're not into that.
3: Yeah, they want a little prize. Up with the pressure, exactly. So they got I some can, time to themselves. So maybe that's what it should be. Maybe if you want to bring the, you know, the pandas are endangered as last time I checked. If you want to bring them back, you put them in a place where they're on their own. You don't put them with thousands
2: of mouth breathers sitting around throwing and, popsicles down at them. And, and little do these, these poor pandas know that every school in in the world is distance learning. One of the, one of the real go-to's are these teachers who don't really want to pack it in one day and don't really feel like giving them any work to do. They give them a virtual field trip and they just pick a zoo. That's oh, like really? my, my kids have gotten multiple virtual field trips to the San Diego Zoo. They every zoo in the country they've gotten. So uh, these kids, these pandas have no idea that every uh, six and seven and eight year old in the world is watching them on these cameras and uh, getting an education. So they got to. That's the irony. <laughs> so they got to keep uh, banging. That's they it. Got, they got to teach them. Got <laughs> to learn them. Kaplan. Now I know. Now I understand some of the questions I've been getting. They've been in the other room. I, I don't know why. Ruby's like, why these pandas are wrestling? What's going on? They're, they don't seem like they're fighting. I don't. Know. They're watching <laughs> pandas bang. <laughs> there you go. America's youth. Yeah. I'm going to put that. We got it there. You know, we'll, we'll get to this next week, but Ruby graduates kindergarten tomorrow, virtually. And I'm sure when I just give a speech, I'm sure that'll come up.
3: So. Kaplan, they're what by day, these kids are watching pandas bang by night. They're listening to uh, uh, hooligans set off fireworks throughout their neighborhood. It's a hell of a life they're
2: growing up. They're growing up fast. This, growing this up quarantine. city
3: kids grow up. City, fast. Real city kids. <laughs> so
2: <they're>, real city <laughs> kids. Ka- that's the podcast. Yeah. I speaking of city kids and everything, I've got to run. Sorry to cut it short. Low, I got, I'm going to today. We, entered phase two. They opened up barbershops and I made an appointment like the a week before I made an appointment. So I'm, I'm going, me and Teddy are going right now to cut our two off. Check out the, the YouTube today to see what I look like before. Cause I'm going to look, I'm going to clean it up for next week. How about so that I got, a haircut? Cap. I got a haircut cap. I'm off before they shut it down again. All right. Thank you to Jeremy Kerrigan cap
3: from, uh, what should we do? We, uh, it's about time.
2: I get lost. Get lost.